with the heaviest of hearts that I stand before the women and the girls of South Africa to talk about another pandemic that is raging in our country, the killing of women and children by the men of our country. means bonabona as in see a man and see me why do we have to live in fear it's either queer straight whatever why do we have to live in fear what's the purpose of being alive greetings and welcome to the very first episode of a series titled justice for women plus with rosie mutene and vow fm My name is Rosie Mudene. I'm a queer feminist writer and activist. I'm a registered counselor and life coach. I've been in the entertainment industry for over 25 years, uh, in front and behind of the camera, and 20 of those years in the activism space, uh, doing training, advocacy, uh, additional support, court preparation, counselling, and so forth. And the theme... And the topics that we're going to be discussing in this series, which will be a four-part series, uh, we're going to be looking at the crisis and the pandemic that we've been living with for so many years, and that is gender-based violence. I want to unpack the different types of abuse from physical, sexual, emotional, psychological, and financial why did I decide to partner with, with VOW FM? Well, many, many, many years ago, I, I was a Bitsy too. In fact, I graduated in 1994 with a BA in Dramatic Art Honours level. And although my time at Wits was really, really beautiful and groundbreaking and, and opened up my eyes and my, my passions, uh, it was also a time that I experienced and acknowledged the first level of physical violence. Unfortunately, it did happen on campus. It happened behind one of the theaters um, at the Witz Theater Complex. Uh, and growing up in a very privileged environment and with all my fancy education, after that ordeal, which took me about nine years to really heal from, I realized that although I had all the fancy degrees and went to private schools and so forth, I was still uneducated uneducated on what abuse is. Uh, as I said, I was very fortunate and, and my foster father always used to tell me that the minute a man or a partner raises his hand to you is that's when you need to walk out the door. But if I had known about the other levels of abuse and so no fault of the parents because this isn't something that we discussed um, back then, uh, I could have gotten out of that relationship a little bit sooner. Not to say that it was my fault for staying, but we need to know what our rights are. And I mentioned earlier the different levels of abuse, and, and his abuse started on an emotional level, it started on a psychological level, and then led to a financial level. And looking back, there were instances where there was also sexual. And, you know, there's the, that heated debate of of people cannot call it rape if it's in a relationship or if it's in a marriage but if at any time you do not want to have sexual intercourse with somebody even if you're in the middle of it even if you are married even if you've had sex before if you say no then it should stop I was also very fortunate that after that incident 
a crime, should I rather say, happened, I had support of the most phenomenal friends. And if it wasn't for the support of particularly my male friends who came to visit me the next day when I was released after, out of the hospital, if they hadn't given me the support and reaffirmed that not all men beat women, not all men use violence as a way of communication, my relationship, although it was slightly jarred, but my other relationships with men after that would have been incredibly problematic. And so in this series, I also want to unpack what rape culture is in, in our country, look at the different terminologies that, that people use, uh, understanding what rape culture is and, and how we need to change the narrative of addressing it, how we need to change the narrative of speaking to people who have been abused and change the narrative of how we've supported perpetrators and we need to shift that around. You know, as I mentioned that, you know, it took me nearly nine years to, for, for me to heal. But it also, in those nine years, I blamed myself. And that is what a lot of us do when it does happen. We think, well, if I'd only done it this way, or if maybe if I hadn't said anything, that wouldn't have happened to me. At the end of the day, nobody has the right to, to put their hands on you if you don't want them to. No means no. And so we'll unpack some of that terminology. Uh, I'm also going to be discussing what consent is. And then also the, 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 the fact that, you know, gender-based violence is not just violence against women and children. We need to discuss and I want to unpack the unspoken violence against the LGBTQI community, the impacts of emotional abuse and, and why counseling and healing is so important. Uh, we're going to look at different areas of transphobia, homophobia, uh, the verbal violence that many trans women and trans men have had to, had to face at our public hospitals, at our police stations, at places where they're supposed to, 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 to get help and assistance, and then hopefully find solutions. So, Join me on this journey. It will be four parts uh, every month until uh, the end of the year. If you have any comments, any suggestions, please just uh, send us a message. Uh, my social hand, social media handles are Rosie Mutene. My private practice, which is known as Lidzatsi Healing Space. We're on Twitter under Lidzatsi Healing. I'm also on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Uh, if you're confused, or you want to ask questions, or you know somebody that might need counseling or healing, send a message, and if we cannot assist, we can definitely refer you to a place that, that will definitely put you on, on the road for healing. So we need to have these conversations. We need to be honest. We need to be frank. We also need to do a lot of unlearning about some of the narratives that we've been fed. Remember, we've been brought up through a patriarchal society that pushes patriarchal ideologies and, and policies and philosophies. And um, it's about changing that narrative. And it's about questioning that narrative. And it's about challenging that narrative. You know, gone are the days of when a woman gets raped. Gone are the days when people say, well, why was she in that bar? Why was she wearing that dress? We could no longer be blaming the victims and survivors. We need to show more support 
for victims and survivors. And I use the term victims and survivors because it is up to every individual for them to decide whether they're a victim or survivor. And there's nothing wrong with choosing either. But unfortunately, society have now pushed it and pushed it onto people saying, well, you're a survivor, you got through it. Healing isn't linear. Healing takes time. And every form of trauma that will happen to you is different. Our bodies react differently. That is why it takes some of us maybe two or three decades to even talk about some of the trauma because we buried it so deep and we blamed ourselves for so long and we need to change that. And there's nothing wrong with coming out 20, 30 years later saying this is what's happened. And even if you don't want to talk about it, that's also fine. But if you can, try and find healing. I always use the analogy that that if we bury our trauma, it's like if we cut our hand, instead of putting the necessary ointment and, and medication which provides healing and let it heal, if we throw cyanide or concrete on top of that and then just cover it up, sooner or later that toxicity is just going to go seeping into our, into our bloodstream, into, into our lives, and that is what happens with trauma. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, are one of the symptoms that people suffer. Depression, suicide, fibromyalgia, because trauma affects our bodies very, very differently. Some people freeze, some people scream, some people can get up and run away if they've been violated. Others are quiet, and either, in either way, whatever your response to the trauma is, there's no right or wrong way. It's your way. And that is why you need to find out and discover which, which healing works for you. So join us next time as we will start um, the next episode and we're going to be unpacking rape culture, uh, coercion, looking at terminology that um, was used during my time when I was at university and, and, and some of it is still, still being used on campuses now. And then looking at, you know, what it is to be a good ally. And what, what does an ally mean? Thanks so much for listening.